Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we will be discussing one of our ultimate groups, Stray Kids. Since Stray Kids is actually currently on their first full world tour, District 9 Unlock. Uh, and also just because we like love them and stuff. Of course. <laughs> yes. Uh, but before we get too deep into our discussion, Chelsea, what have you been doing this week in the K-pop world? Well, I've been kind of trying to get more into some of the girl groups that I don't know too much about. Um, So I've been kind of deep diving on Itzy this week. Like I've been watching interviews with them and like getting to know more of like their personalities and kind of their history. Obviously, they're still like a rookie group, so there's not a ton of information out on them, but I really, really enjoy their music and I I watched like uh what is it an interview with BuzzFeed and it was really really cute and I was just like oh I want to get to know them more so I was doing like a little deep dive um and then we had two girl group comebacks this week Everglow's uh MV Dun Dun and it's a bop y'all like (laughs) I really enjoyed it nice it's great um and then also luna had their mv come out called so what which is also really good like i was really really impressed it's um the video is very well made it's very eye-catching the song is very upbeat um it's a lot about like i think it's a lot about shattering like that good girl image and kind of basically saying like If you don't want to, like, if you want to be, like, a bad girl, like, you know, in quotes around bad, like, just so what? Go for it. Basically, the whole song is, like, yeah, like, you want to be bad? So what? Go for it. (laughs) It's kind of dope. It like, but you know what I mean? Like, the good girl image of, like, I don't know, being sweet and warm. They were literally, like, being cold? So what? (laughs) Nice like yeah that's right (laughs) but basically i think it's just more like you know be who you want to be not kind of like what maybe society expects of you at least that's the interpretation that i got from it i don't know if that's actually what the interpretation is but um and then we had a lot of bts stuff this week uh we had ego which was really cool we had bts on james corden which is really fun obviously we were like well into that for at least a few days this week (laughs) and then you very kindly got us bts tickets for the tour and it's so exciting it's the first k-pop show i'm going to and i'm very excited yeah both katie and i have our hands in the air just like yes (laughs) (laughs) yes so that that's that's me katie what about you? Um, well, I did buy the BTS tickets for yes. us. Actually, I bought a lot of BTS tickets this week. I was and it was say, a nightmare the entire time. You also time. bought tickets for our friends, which is it sounds like it was very stressful. <laughs> it was. So I got I ended up getting the uh, fan club presale, which I was super nervous about like not getting. And Getting those tickets was actually not hard on Wednesday. Like I was, yeah. when I got into the queue, I think it was like 
4,800th in line or something. Yeah. But I wasn't trying to get sound check. I wasn't trying to get floor seats just because, like, that's a lot of money. And because, one, like, the biggest thing is that, like, Chelsea and I are both multi-stands. And there are a bunch of other concerts that I really want to go to, even though, like, BTS is, like, my ultimate group. I still mm-hmm. want to be able to give my money to everyone. <laughs> to yeah. spread it around. Exactly. Well, and like, I don't know, I would be so stressed out about dropping hundreds. Like that that's just me personally. Like no judgment on anyone else wanting to do that. I just I especially with like the fact that I'm moving days before I'm going to this concert. <laughs> like I am I am moving from Ireland to California, like within a week of going to that concert. Like I'm not, I don't have the money to, to get floor seats. Like I just don't. So, but like, I also want to see now that I'm going to be living back in California, I really want to see some other groups. So we should. Yeah. That's exactly like my thought process on it. And like, I would, I would love to see them closer. And I am like super excited for all the people that got, sound check and floor seats and gold and silver packages and all that stuff to all the shows that they wanted to attend. Like I'm super excited for all of those people. Definitely. Um, I'll just, I'll be in section nine. Come say hi. (laughs) Yes. Chelsea and I will be there. Um, we're going to Rose Bowl day two. Yeah. We're going. Huzzah. I'm really excited, but, um, I did buy tickets for my other for our other friends, mm-hmm. like because I had fast internet at work. But both of these times, I was buying BTS tickets while I was in the middle of like an actual like large important meeting both days. So I'm like low key trying to buy BTS tickets while my fan for my laptop is just like sounds like my pl- <laughs> my yeah, it is. It was blowing so hard, so it sounded like my my laptop was trying to take like take off in an airplane, and. And people are like, is your computer okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's just like running really heavy. And it's because I was like in the queue on Ticketmaster was making my computer work so hard. Oh my God. But when I got into the queue for the ver- uh, fan presale, like verified fan presale, because I was doing it for my other friends with like their account and stuff and like their money, not my money, their money. Like, that was the first thing I asked. I was like, I can do it for you, but is it my money or your money that we're buying this with? Because if it's mine, we're not doing it. Yes, exactly. Um, But it wasn't letting me buy three tickets at one time, even though the max was four. So I had to buy, I had to sit through over 10,000 people to get in to buy two tickets. Then I had to get out of the queue and like get back in it, but it wasn't letting me in because it was saying that I was in the queue at a different location. So I had to open up an incognito window, re-log in, jump back in the queue, wait for another 15 minutes to get in, and then buy one ticket. And I was able to get the one ticket, the row behind where the other two pe- the other two people were sitting, like two seats away. Okay, so like still within I or what is it? <laughs> they can scream and cry at each other. Just Good. like yeah. they're a couple people away. If depending on how like the people are sitting, they could have like that one person could be, could ask to see if like people could like split a little bit maybe. Yeah. Like if it's like two groups of two, like next to each other. So like mm-hmm. she could move and sit down behind them. I mean, army seems to be pretty great at concerts. So, I mean, it's possible. Like there was some people, that same thing happened to some people at the, the first concert I went to. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. 
But anyways, um, the BTS Winter Package was finally released. I haven't picked mine up, but it is available. So nice. I'm going to go to Choice Music this week to go pick it up. Um, I had a wonderful, beautiful conversation yesterday. Oh, I talk to her all the time. But the wonderful, amazing like woman who did our podcast art for this podcast, her name is Becky. She is Borahe BB on Instagram. Uh, she does art, obviously, because she made our podcast art. But her big thing is that she does art prints and pins and BTS specifically. And I apparently pre-ordered a bunch of stuff from her without even like really realizing just how much. So she like sent me a message like like of this like video with the hearts like zooming in on my address label and she was like, "What's this?" and I was like, "Oh my god." And she goes, "How am I going to fit all this in one envelope?" And I was like, "I don't I don't understand what you mean." And then she started sending me pictures of everything I ordered and I was like, "Oh. <laughs> crap." You're like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> I ordered one, two, three, four, five, like eight pins or something, something ridiculous like that. Plus they came with art prints and then freebie. She's like, I'm gonna have to send you two, like two separate envelopes. Cause this isn't going to fit in one. And I was like, girl, it's fine. Um, but I really love her art. Her art is amazing. Oh yeah. Obviously like we love it super like so, 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 so much. So you should go check her out. Her name is Bordahe BB on Instagram and buy her stuff. And tell her that we sent you. She's awesome. Like hopefully you all like have seen our podcast art. It is amazing. And she was so willing to help us out. And it was, it was really, really awesome of her. So please check out her Insta, give her a follow. Yes, please do that. And she and I are now friends, and it makes me really happy that, like, like not only did, uh, like, K-pop gave me more friends, and I love it. And I've she lives in she lives in England, so it's just mm-hmm. like she's super far away. Just keep making friends in places I can't ever see. <laughs> but anyways, um, also Jay, our beautiful Jay from Day Six, now has a podcast. Which I listened to the first two episodes of, and it is amazing. Aww. Also, Jay is just ridiculous. If you haven't followed him on Instagram, you need to. It's E-A-J... It's E-A Park. So it's like his first name spelled backwards is his Instagram account. Um, It's ridiculous. He does Instagram lives, like, all the time. (laughs) Too much. Um, but his podcast is as with Dive Studios, and it's called How Did I Get Here with Jay of Day Six. And the first episode, he talks the, about the Mandela effect and has a total global meltdown when he realizes that there's no such movie as uh, Shazam with Sinbad as a genie. He has a full meltdown about it. It's really funny. Awesome. Um, just look forward to that. And then the other one, he talks about human cloning, and it's really funny. Um most of the time, I just say, Jay, get it together when I'm listening to the podcast. I'm just like, come on, Jay. Um, but he's amazing. I love Jay. He's so great. Um, I also started listening to K-pop Daybok with Eric Nam. And also a great podcast. Also with Dive Studios. Eric Nam is also just, like, amazing. He's, he's currently on cool. tour. Yeah. His albums are fantastic. He's currently on tour right now. I really want to see him in March. So I'm Dang it. still thinking about getting tickets to his show i don't know i'll yet. miss it well um, i'm sure he'll be back right yeah 
cool. Yeah, probably. I, I would assume so. But you should check out his podcast. It's really good. Check out Jay's podcast. And then I was doing all the BTS stuff, obviously. I listened yeah. to Ego. I watched the video a million times. Um, I looked at their concept photos. I've been following BTS. They've also been in California for like three weeks. I know. Doing who knows what. I am so curious as to what they're doing. Um, I don't know, but they're off to New York after this because they're going to be on Jimmy Fallon. So, uh, but their James Corden thing was like, that interview was so fantastic and they played hide and seek with them. If you have not watched that video, like, what have you been doing? If you're a BTS fan or even curious about BTS, just watch the hide and seek video on James Corden. It's so funny. Somebody throws Jin over his shoulder and like carries him down, and it is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And yes. it was super funny because not only did Ashton Kutcher scare the crap out of him, but then he like immediately like, picked him up, and Jin couldn't do anything. He was just like, <laughs> I, I can't do anything. Exactly. He just throws him over his shoulder, and he's like, Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he was loving it. <laughs> yes. I saw a tweet because, uh, what is it? Uh, when James was holding uh, Yoongi's hand. Uh, there was a tweet that said Yungi's diary. Like somebody held my hand without my consent. It was the greatest moment of my life. And it was really <laughs> funny because the smile on his face is just everything. Like the relationship between BTS and James Corden is like heartwarming because he supports them so much and loves them so much. And he always gives a good interview and makes them feel welcome. And then they play games on the show. And it's always really funny. Yeah, I've watched the flinch video like oh, more times than necessary times, because it is so funny watching J-Hope scream and fall onto the ground. <laughs> yes. It is amazing. <laughs> but anyways, so it's been a busy week, a couple Ooh. of weeks because these episodes are sort of spaced out in K-pop. Um, if anything, just the K-pop news will make us release this podcast every week so that this segment isn't so long. Long. Exactly. Um, but big announcement was made, like as of this recording, um, which we are recording on Sunday, February 9th, uh, Seventeen and Newest have canceled all the remainder of their overseas concerts and appearances. So unfortunately, they canceled all. Uh, Seventeen canceled the remainder of the Ode to You tour for health and safety reasons for both the artists and the fans due to the coronavirus, which is currently spreading around. It's very upsetting, but like, it makes sense why they did it. But also like, I really hope that they, I hope that they will like redo the rest of the tour. Yeah. Uh, Like once, once like a vaccination has been made and like some other things like, well, and like the public panic has calmed down because I mean, there's, I have a lot of thoughts on coronavirus in general, but like, I mean, definitely in terms of their safety, they're doing a lot of traveling. Therefore they have probably a much higher risk of getting it. It makes a lot of sense. And like fans as well, traveling to see them. It just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also in like a big crowd of people. So it makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense for them to cancel it for safety reasons. It's super unfortunate, but like, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, hopefully that both 17 and newest will jump back out on tour later on this year and, uh, redo the shows. I know yeah. that like Becky was really upset cause she was supposed to go to 17's show in London and yeah. she loves 17's one of her old groups. So, and yeah. she's always wanted to see them. So my heart goes out to her. Yeah. Um, but 
in other news, uh, Pentagon is going to be releasing their first full album called Universe, The Black Hall. It's coming out on the 12th of February at 6 p.m. Korea Standard Time. The title song is going to be Dr. BB. The concept photos, oh my god. Just, I don't I don't even know what else to say other than, oh my god. Like, if you haven't seen them, like, go look at them. They are They good. are, like, so good. I'm pretty sure the album will be out before this, like, episode releases. But, oh my yeah. god, I can't wait to, like, do an episode on Pentagon to talk about this. Um, and then they also did the teaser trailer release. Also looks amazing. Like, I'm not ready for this dark, sexy concept of Pentagon. Oh, I'm ready I'm for not. it. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> but... I mean, February's a busy month. So on top of that, Monster X is also releasing a new comeback called All About Love on Valentine's Day. And on top of that, Monster X, can you please stop texting me? <laughs> they are just seducing slash harassing you in your text messages. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has like signed up for their text message like alert stuff, but they've literally been texting song lyrics for the last like week and a half and it's been this like subtle or not so subtle flirtation and obviously <laughs> I've been responding to these text messages but like well, sure Monster X leave me alone <laughs> but Valentine's Day's coming girl and they're just trying to be your Valentine <laughs> they want to be my some there's some they want to be somebody's like my someone someone like yeah they just they need to stop it no don't don't stop it <laughs> young I love you Anyways, um, we already talked about BTS concert tickets are fully on sale now, so anybody can get them. Uh, Outro Ego was released with J-Hope. If you have not watched it, what are you doing? My God, it was so good. It's so good. Uh, Today, as of today, concept photos number one for Map of the Soul 7 were released. They look amazing. Mm -hmm. And also Big Hit had a big meeting where they made a bunch of announcements and there's so much stuff coming. If you have, I haven't fully watched it yet. I just read some of the like overview of the announcements. Like this concert tour, if they implement all the stuff they were talking about, oh my god, I'm we're so talking ready. BTS hotel rooms. We're talking uh, full takeovers of all the cities that they're visiting with like a big festival stuff. So some of the things that they tested out in Korea with the Love Yourself, Speak Yourself finale tours will possibly be coming to a tour near you. I sound like a, not like a commercial for them. <laughs> Hire me. Um, yes. On top of that, AB6 announced that they're doing a digital comeback called Five... Five, five finally? Finally? Five I don't know. <laughs> it's the number five, and then it's N-A-L-L-Y. That comes out on the 13th of February. <laughs> um, concept photos for that, also amazing. Apparently, everyone's going for the like red and blue theme this year, because... Yeah. I listed out all the albums in our group chat of that have done red and blue or just red, and it's a lot. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess because a lot of the February comebacks, I mean, maybe that's why they're going for red. I, I mean, maybe. Um, you mentioned the Luna comeback, which came out on the 5th of this month. So it's already out. So everybody can pick that up. Um, is it Moonbeal? Is I think that so? I think so. Uh, one of the Mama members Moon. from Mama Moo. So Chelsea's like old girl group over here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is releasing her second solo EP called Dark Side of the Moon, which also comes out on Valentine's Day. It looks good. Her concept photos look amazing. It looks super beautiful. She is my wrecker of that group. 
Like, Oof. solar is my bias, but, like, dude, sh- oh, sh- be wrecking everything. Every time. She's like, hey. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yep. I lo- I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Also, the boys announced that they are going to be releasing their first full album as well called Reveal. That's coming out on the 10th. So it's like, oh, that's tomorrow. Um, exciting. It'll be out already. <laughs> uh, looks really good. Concept photos look amazing. I saw the, I heard the preview, the preview uh, of all the tracks. Sounds amazing. Um, and also, AT started their world tour yesterday. Yay. And already looks amazing. Some people I follow on Instagram went to their shows and my heart. Oh my God. And they released their first official light stick. So because of that, which they just released the name for it. Did you see what they called it? Yes. Light to Light to And I can't deal with it. <laughs> when are um, you guys going to, or all of you going to see ATs? Yes. When is it? Yes. April. Ah, Okay. Yeah, so me and D are Mimi and D are sitting together. I'm sitting like not with them. <laughs> the other side. Well, I'm sitting actually not far from them. I'm sitting in like the section behind them in the mm-hmm. cuz they got floor seats. I do not have floor seats, but I'm sitting right. in the very front row of the first section like going up at the forum. Yeah. So, cool. I can wave like Mimi and I are sitting next to each other for the Stray Kids concert and then Dee's sitting somewhere else. So we're alternating who we're sitting with. So like if anybody finds us at the Stray Kids concert, we'll be the ones drowning in our own tears during the show. I would (laughs) like to request. Oh, I was going to say once I move there, we'll we'll swap the two (laughs) where we could do like the so that no one's alone. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to request that mixtape number three of Stray Kids be played at my funeral when I die from the Stray Kids concert, which is a perfect segue (laughs) to talk about our main topic because we haven't even got there yet. So, um, yeah, a lot happened this past couple of weeks in K-pop and it's going to keep doing that every week. So I hope people actually like that news update segment thing. If you hate it, just let us know and we'll stop doing it. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, you might be interested. I don't know. Um, yeah. But anyways, main topic, Stray Kids. That's why we're here. I love them. You love them. We all love them. Um, hopefully people listening to this either do love them or are looking to fall in love with them because you need to. Yes. So as I mentioned, obviously we're talking about Stray Kids, who is an ultimate group for both Chelsea and I. Um, we both love this group. A lot, which will become very clear as we continue to talk about this. And uh, I feel like I've been listening to them not long after their debut because they had debuted in like 2018 and I started listening to K-pop, I think, like summer of 2018 and they debuted in the spring. Yeah, I feel like it was like within because I because their mixtape was technically pre-debut, wasn't it? Yes. So... Uh, I feel like maybe after I am not like somewhere okay. between I am not and I am who. Okay. I feel like is when, or at least for me, I don't know about you. Maybe it was like right around when I am who came out. Yeah. I think I started listening to them like around I, between I am who and I am you, which is like, all of these are like very mm. short time frames in between, which like we'll get very. to. But yeah, yeah, like 
Stray Kids, they debuted on officially on March 25th, 2018 under JYP Entertainment. Um, I have only watched a very small amount of, they did like an audition show or like some sort of like singing show to put all the members together for Stray Kids. And it's extremely emotional because like several of the members were asked to like, they were like basically kicked out of the group, like voted off and then asked to come back and ended up debuting as nine when they almost debuted as seven or something like that. Um, I'm glad that didn't happen because, because Felix is like, because Felix was one of the ones that was voted out and it was very heartbreaking and emotional and we'll get there. Um, But anyway, so the members of this group are Bong Chan, who is our leader. And then we have Lino, Changbin, uh, Hyunjin, Han, Felix, Sungamin, and our adorable Makne, Ayan. And our former member, Wujin, who left the group on October 27th, 2019. I don't, we can't talk about it yet. Like we're going to get there, but like, I just, I can't, I'm still emotional about it. And I've got like Wooji photo cards, like on my desk in front of me, which is making me emotional. Yes. Anyways. So the fandom for stray kids is called stay. And they have this like tagline that they put, that they say all the time. And that they put at the end of their album, like music videos, albums, whatever it's everywhere. It's stray kids everywhere, all around the world. You make stray kids stay. Yes. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I love them. They have seven albums. If I counted right, I probably counted wrong. One, two. No, seven. Officially seven albums. They have a bunch of singles. They have a couple of like two song EPs and stuff out as well. So a lot of content in a very short amount of time. Yes. Um, and then on November 23rd, 2019, they officially announced the release of their uh, official light stick, which I now own. Thank you, Subculture Entertainment, for selling that. I yes. own it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's got a spinning compass inside, and it has like a whole bunch of like different meanings behind it and stuff. It looks very I love it. cool. I can't wait to be sobbing and waving that at the concert in two weeks. Two weeks? (laughs) No, no, it's not two weeks. It's a week. It's a week from today. Oh, my God. I'm crying already. Oh, my (laughs) God. Okay. Uh, But uh, straight kids are also, like, super, super active on social media and Live. So, like, they post pictures constantly on their group Instagram account. Um, They don't – they post a lot on on, – Twitter, but it's mostly like just like announcement stuff. So the majority of their photos are posted on Instagram. Um, and they also are on V Live like all the time. They were on last night after their concert, and then it was also Ian's birthday. So he was on with Chong Bean because they're sharing a room on the tour, which is like super adorable in lots of ways. And then, like, usually every weekend, uh, uh, Bang Chan does. Uh, Chan's room where mm-hmm. he like just goes on to be live for like 45 minutes to an hour plays music and talks to people he's like a motivational speaker and stuff he makes me feel good about my life and I just I love him <laughs> yes anyways albums so we're gonna talk about their albums and then we'll get into like just talking about them in general so they like you mentioned they released a mixtape album which was uh released prior to their official debut which was on january 
They released the album on January 8th in 2018. The title song was Elevator, and the music video that came out with it was also for Elevator. Um, I love Elevator. It's super great. It's a great song. Uh, then they released their official debut EP, which is called I Am Not, which was released on March 28th in 2018. Title track and debut song was District 9, music video for District 9. I would also like to add that Stray Kids releases a ridiculous amount of music videos, which I realized as I was scrolling through Wikipedia, and I'm not going to mention all of them. I put some, like, further down, and then once I realized that I wasn't putting enough, I just gave up. Well, they do, they do, like, their official MV for their title track, and then they do performance video sometimes for that title track, and then they'll do a performance video for another song, and then they'll do, like, street videos. I mean, Stray Kids, like, 100% feeds you with content, for sure. If you want content, Stray Kids is absolutely, like, a group that gives you constant content. Content. Constant, yeah. Uh, yeah. So their next album was I Am Who, which was released on August 6th, 2018. As you can tell, these dates are very close together. Very. And they just get closer as we, like, go through this. Um, the title track for that album was My Pace, and then they released official music videos for My Pace and Awkward Silence. And I think they released some other ones, too, in there. Yeah. Like, a lot of, I think a lot of, um... Like, performance videos and yeah. street videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, they just release a lot, and I love them for that. Um, and then, they, and then like, two months later, they released another EP called I Am You, which wrapped up their I Am series. Uh, came yeah. out on October 22nd, 2018. Uh, title track is I Am You, and they released music video for I Am You, and then they also released... The NS Street version, which was one of the first music videos I watched, which was absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. This is also the first uh, Stray Kids album I purchased, which was I Am You. Nice. Yes. Um, And then after that, they started their Clay series, which they recently just wrapped. So Clay won Miro, which was released on March 25th, 2019 came out uh, the title track was uh miro then they have released music videos for miro they came out with a street version for boxer where they were like playing at a park which was ridiculous and amazing (laughs) and then they released a performance version of victory song but also one of the most important things that happened is that they won their very first like first award ever which was on M Countdown on April 4th, 2019 for Miro. And it was, I sobbed. I cried. I just rewatched it and I was crying. They cried. Han was like inconsolable. Like he was sobbing. It was so beautiful. And like the album was also released on their, on their debut day. So it's like a really important date now because they like won an award for an album that was released uh, one year after they debuted. And they also have a song. I think that is the same numbers as the date. I think so. Yeah. Cause they have a zero three twenty five song. Do they have, they also have a a song called 19. They're just like telling their own future with their music. (laughs) They need to like, (laughs) like calm down. But anyways, 
Um, next is they released uh, Clay 2, which was Yellowwood. I think this is not counted as an official comeback album. They're calling it a repackaging or something. They don't call it like an official like oh. EP comeback, even though it has new songs on it. Because it had all mixtapes one through four, mm-hmm. which were all on previous albums. But it also included uh, Road Not Taken, TM, TMT, and Side Effects. Yeah. So those are all new songs. So that was released on June 19th, 2019. The title track was Side Effects. And then they also released a music video for Side Effects. And they probably released more music videos, but I can't remember. Um, (laughs) And then the latest album that they released is Clay 3, Levanter, which wraps up, I believe, wraps up the Clay series. Clay means key in French, by the way. If you didn't know that. There you go. I didn't know that. This is also the first album without Wujin. Because they were actually supposed to release it much earlier than December 9th of 2019. But with the unexpected departure of Wujin, they decided to hold the album and re-record all the songs. Which is sad. It's... They did not, however, redo... They, like, cut him out of the music. It's, like, this thing. We'll talk about it when we get to Wujin, like, when we yeah. talk about Wujin. Um, but the title track for this album is Levanter, and then they released the Levanter music video, which you cannot pull the wool over Stay's eyes. They're, like, they see everything. Mm-hmm. And Wujin is definitely in the music video for Levanter. Like, they didn't re-record the music video. Is it this one, or was it Double Knot? I don't even know, but somebody found his, like, him behind a pillar or behind a thing or, like, his reflection. It was ridiculous. Oh, yes, I remember that. I love Stay, because they, you can't get anything past them. But anyway, so, like, those are pretty much all the albums they released. They also released several singles along the way. Um, Most recently, they released a two-song EP of two of their previous songs in English, in full English. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Levanter and Double Knot and they released a performance video for Double Knot and they're amazing and also makes Levanter way more emotional when it's sung in English. Yeah. It's it's weird though because like I had listened to Levanter and Double Knot so much in Korean that when I heard it in English I was just like what? 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 <laughs> like, like it's just hard. It's hard to listen to it almost but no, it's yeah, okay. it's good. I was like, what was it? One of the comments on the music video for Double Knot was like, here's song in English, sings it in Korean, even though yes. I don't speak Korean. And I was like, accurate. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> um, but they also released a, I think it was their first original soundtrack song for a, dra- a K-drama called Extraordinary You, called A Never, uh, a Story Never Ending. And it was written by Chombin. Oh, of course. And it is beautiful like i love this song so much it was also the very first song that they had released without wujin as well Mm. and so it was like super emotional for stay to like hear a song without him yeah um also like it's just a beautifully written and sung song and like oh i'm 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 a, like a little upset they're not performing it on the tour, but also very happy because I will be like full body sobs in the in the in the like aisle. Yes, 
Bong Chan doesn't want to see that. I mean, maybe he does. I don't know, but like maybe. You on the floor just sobbing. I mean, maybe he does. He's like, ugh, got another Nuna down. Like she's just <laughs> down on the ground. Anyways, that's great. Just I'm just saying. Um. Also, there's like a small. Like, I don't know what to call them. They're like a subgroup of stray yeah. kids called Three Racha, which is Bang Chan, Chambin, and Han. And they write most of the songs for the group. And mm-hmm. they also release their own songs, which they I found out they have a SoundCloud. <laughs> nice. Fake fans they, over here. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. We're fake fans sometimes. I do have my Stray Kids fan club membership card, which I can now officially like turn into somebody if I like there you become go. a fake fan at some point. <laughs> forgetting something yes <laughs> but anyways um yeah so stray kids they release a lot of content they feed us in so many different ways because they're constantly connected with stay because literally stay means the entire world for them which we will get into when we talk about the relationship between them and their fans but like i have a lot of deep deep feelings for stray kids like how much i really like them um which is why they're one of my ultimate groups for sure yes all right chelsea yeah important question yes who is your bias (laughs) or biases because personally i have more than one in stray kids and who is your wrecker or wreckers plural all right well seungmin is my bias and Woojin is such a wrecker that he became my 1.5 before before he left the group Mm -hmm. so he was like like not my number two like my 1.5 and i like i would leave it at that that's what i would leave it at yeah katie (laughs) (laughs) it's all right (laughs) katie what are yours Okay. I'm a hoe for Stray Kids. I'm just going <laughs> to yes. throw it out there. Because um, I just love them so much. Okay. So my, I have more than one bias. So I started out at one bias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you do, as you always do. Less than a year later, I'm almost just putting all of them in like the bias category. <laughs> like it's coming. Yes. Um, but my biases are Felix. <laughs> Yes. Banchan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like my Australian boys. Yes. And Wujin was also, like, he had become my bias. Like, I moved him. I moved him over. I added a comma uh, before he left. I'm still going to leave him there because, like, in my heart, he still exists as part of Stray Kids, even though he's not there. And possibly he's doing off doing his own stuff. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Yes. Um, But my official so like i have a wrecker but like it's it's different how i feel about like him as like my bias wrecker which is in so i consider in to be a wrecker but only because his smile literally makes me so happy it's like sunshine yes like i don't know how to like like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, any time that he smiles or, like, is on screen with his dimples or whatever, like, he just makes me super, super happy. So he's, like, a wrecker in that he makes me just extraordinarily happy. And I want to protect him with my life, basically. Yes. 
So that that is me. Also, Chompy f- needs what? Oh no, no, you go, you go. I just um, Chompy needs to put his arms away and just knock it off and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Cover those arms. No, I was gonna say. Uh, I will throw in there that when I was first figuring out my bias, Lino was like my my first like first caught my eye. And I was like, he's so cute. And then, uh, you know, as you always do, you, your your bias comes to you and is like, excuse me. Did he become your bias when he like came into the room and yelled Sungaman in the building? <sighs> no, but that's great. Like, <laughs> I mean, he did in my heart, but <laughs> no, I don't even know. I don't even know when it was like, I think it was when I started following them on Instagram because he posts a lot on their Instagram and I was just like this cutie needs to stop he's like he's just so cute like he's one of those biases that you have that you're like I just want to protect you and like take care it just he's so cute anyway <laughs> I would protect all of stray kids with my life I'm just yes. saying I I just I adore them so much ugh okay uh General thoughts on the group? How do you feel about them? Do you love them? Obviously you love them, but... Oh, yeah. Um, I love Stray Kids because they were one of the first groups that I was introduced to. And so I always have kind of a soft spot given that, you know, they were a group that I've gotten into since the beginning of my journey of K-pop. Um, I also just like how... I don't know how fun of a group they are. You know, they, they always have fun. They're, they're so interesting. Um, their music has a lot of variety to it as well. I always admire that in a group when they can kind of, you know, like be hard, but also be really soft and like also just like fun. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just like, I always enjoy whatever they come out with. Yeah. I know you have a lot of thoughts, Katie. (laughs) No, I just, I don't know. There's just, like, something about Stray Kids, like, I think it's just, I don't know, just, there's just something about them. They're so, they make you feel so happy all the time. Like, not only do they release a lot of content, like, both as just, like, you know, albums and songs and music videos, but, like, they release photos. They share a lot of their lives with the fans, and they care a lot about the. I'm not saying that like other groups don't care about their fans because obviously like they do, um, but there just seems to be some sort of like this special relationship that Stray Kids share with Stay that means so much more. Like it feels so much more. You can tell how incredibly genuine and emotionally connected they are. Like it's not. Yeah. Like, obviously, every K-pop group has, like, an, a deep appreciation for their fans because, obviously, they wouldn't be anywhere without their fans. But, like, I mean, especially with Banchan, like, doing the V Lives, like, every single week because he just, like, wants to connect with people and, like, wants to share, you know, everything with them. And, you know, they talk about Stay all the time. It's in their, you know, their tagline. Like, they just they talk about them all the time because they just deeply, deeply care about stay. 
Exactly. And Stray Kids makes me genuinely happy. Like, I never get tired of listening to their music. They haven't released a bad song ever. Their music videos are also very well done, and they do a great job with all of them. They give so much content. Like, what was it? Felix was on that show that was, like, teaching people about K-pop. Mm-hmm. Too. And it was adorable. And, like, both Felix and Bonchan are both from Australia. And one of my favorite things that they did was that they, like, did sort of this, like, variety show almost down in Australia so that when they were down there on tour so that both Felix and Chan could share that part of their lives with them. Like they went to Chan's parents' house and like had dinner with them and like spent time with his parents. And it was just like, they're a family and stay also just happens to be a part of that family, which they like to share a lot of their world with, which I appreciate more than I could possibly put into words. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song or songs, plural? Yes. I would say, um, let's see. Let's see. Definitely, like, Insomnia always comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's one that I, like, play all the time. Uh, D, introdu- our, our friend D, introduced that song to us. And I, like, always play it all the time. It's just very, I don't know, it's very cute. It's very catchy. And obviously it's, it's like, got a lot of meaning behind it. And I really like My Pace because My Pace was one of, like, the first comebacks that I was there for. And so that that song kind of always has a special place in my heart. But also, like, Elevator has these, like harmonies and oh it just gets me like the vocals on that song just really get me but like also i love mia okay i'll stop there i'll I'll stop there (laughs) how about you katie um well grow up is one of my favorite songs ever that they've done yeah it's so good it's i don't know just an incredible song and emotional and i cried the first time I listened to it I sobbed when they played it live at the first concert I saw them at and yeah um also I love mixtape two three four are definitely (laughs) you're all mixtape one two three four out of one two three four (laughs) all the mixtapes I love um they're amazing especially like number three is like probably my favorite mixtape out of all the out of five there's five mixtapes oh yes um out of all of them number three is probably my favorite like i did mention that i want that played at my funeral when i die after the stray kids concert um also my side is one of the is, is a great song too that i absolutely love and i think it's it has to be sunrise off of their latest album i Mm -hmm. am so happy they're not playing this the concert because i would also be crying in a fetal position in the aisle away also if you see a grown woman just sobbing at the concert people it's katie just like oh hi katie had to say hi to me but how'd you know my name oh i know yeah oh i know your podcast um 
But yeah, I like, I have a lot of songs like also Astronaut and The Fonter oh, yes. and Miro and uh, yeah. <laughs> a, never, a Story Never Ending. Like, we could keep going. Um, but yeah. Do you have a favorite music video? Awkward silence. (laughs) So ridiculous. It's completely, well, maybe not completely different from everything they've done, but like, it's definitely very different from what they usually do. But like, Banchan going, hee hee. Uh, Yeah. Every single time I watch it, I, like, have to, like, pause it because I'm laughing. (laughs) It's the cutest thing ever. And, like, when he hits the camera and he's like, oh, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the lyrics are crazy, but they're, like, they're cute. And everyone is just so cute. It's just, yeah, I love Awkward Silence so much. They performed this song during their Unveiled tour, and mm-hmm. we got to, <laughs> I got to see it live, and, like, the crow thing was just ridic- ridiculous. <laughs> you just can't. It's you so can't. good. It's so good. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Um, My favorite video is probably Miro. I love that one a lot. Yeah. It's so, so good. Also, Astronaut is really good. Um, I think Elevator is beautiful. Yeah. Like, I love the colors in it, and I love the, like, two worlds, like, on top of each other thing. Obviously, because that was, like, the first one I saw, I think. Um, I saw that and was like, oh, this is nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I also really like the NS Street version video, like, yes. so much. Because they literally are filming it in the street, and they're, like, dancing, and, like, people are just walking through their group, like... <laughs> what the hell are you guys doing? And they're just like wandering through and they're just like X O X O. And they're doing like hand motions. Like absolutely ridiculous. Oh, so good. Oh my God. Anyways. Um, I feel like we answered this already. Like, why is this group an ultimate group for you? Yeah. Uh, probably just cause they're one of the groups like I've known the longest and like, I know a lot about like, For me, I know it's an old, like, when a group has become an old group, when, like, I know them really well, and I care, like, deeply about them, and obviously when you hear good and bad news, you, like, have, like, an emotional reaction to it. I feel like that's when it's like, okay, like, this is an old group for me. Same. Yeah. I very much feel the same way. Like, I learned as much as I could about them and like I try to watch as many videos of them and I try I even like wake up early on the weekends just on the off chance that Chen will do Chen's room Mm -hmm. just so I can watch it um usually he does it between like 6 and 7 a.m pacific time and I get really upset I'm not gonna lie when he does it like way earlier than that and I'm just like like, Chen why didn't you wait for me (laughs) I wasn't up yet. <laughs> I wasn't up yet. It's because uh, Banchan has really bad insomnia, so he tends to do it late at night f- in Korea time. But they're mm-hmm. currently traveling the U.S., so I don't think he's going to be doing Chad's room anytime soon. But they keep doing V Live, so it's entirely possible that it might happen. I True. have no idea. 
Just might not be the usual time. No. It will it'll probably be the usual time, just like the actual like midnight, like actually midnight. Oh yes. Well yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I can fall asleep to Chan's voice. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um why do you think this group is kind of underrated? One, like how dare people, <laughs> like, like they shouldn't be. Um, also, are they? Like, um, I mean, it took a really long time. I mean, I guess they did win their first like award within the first like just after the first year, like one year of being together, but. It honestly felt like it took a long time for them to get their first award. Um, I know they're super popular in the United States. Like, they are. I like, was going to say, maybe it's because, like, like, definitely in terms of rookie groups or, like, I feel like they're, they're a group that's talked about a lot. Maybe not quite as much as, say, like, ATs. I feel like ATs is, like, like, maybe a bit more popular in terms of like how much people talk about them but like no I don't know I don't know why they would be underrated because they're they're very good they're very consistent and they're very consistent in terms of bringing out content I I don't know why anyone would sleep on this group uh same I mean I say that like it took them a while to win an award but there are groups out there that have that have been around for years and have never won yeah a music show so i mean it's obviously very different between groups like there are like everybody deserves to win because all of their stuff all of their content is extraordinary majority of the time so um i don't know it just it feels weird because like i feel like straight kids have been around longer than they actually have been like they've only been around for it's gonna be two years in march so it's surprising that like I don't know. It just, it feels like they're kind of underrated, but at the same time, they're not because they are super popular in the United States. Yeah. And like their concerts sell out super quickly here. And let me tell you, it was bite to get my ticket to the first concert because I didn't get it in general sale and I paid way too much money to get it on resale and I do not regret it at all. No, definitely not. Um, I would say, I would say they'll be okay though. Yeah. I mean, they've definitely got a big following in the U S I, I don't know how their popularity is in the UK. Um, just because obviously I tend to follow a lot more things in the U S because obviously like I follow stuff that you guys post and all that, but I would say that they'll be okay. I feel like they'll only grow from here. You yeah. know, and I feel like their future is very bright, for sure. Definitely. I do hope that they take a little bit of a break. Because yes. they they just keep releasing and releasing and releasing stuff. And I kind of, like, worry for their health. <laughs> yeah. I know that Han... Uh, took a bit of a break for anxiety reasons. Like he t- he missed some fan signings and some other scheduled events because he needed a bit of a break, which I'm glad they gave to him. Yeah. Um, I feel like Stray Kids deserves a break, especially because last year was very hard. The end of the last year was very hard on yeah. them, which we're getting really close to talking to. I know you guys are just dying to hear like 
I don't know if you're dying to hear about this, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> Stray Kids with their relationship with Stay. Like, we kind of mentioned it a bit. Um, I personally feel like they have a very, like... They have a very strong relationship with their fans. And one of the biggest reasons that I love watching Chan's room is because like, he's like this motivational speaker that makes you feel like really great about yourself. And I think one of the biggest reasons that Stray Kids is one of my ultimate groups, because Chan always talks about how if you ever are having a hard time to come talk to him, that he's Mm -hmm. here for you, no matter what, that he unconditionally loves you supports you is proud of you and that's all how all of stray kids feels and like i get it we don't really know them we know their public persona we do get pieces of you know who they really are and they try to be extremely genuine with everyone but i mean also like they're also people and they're not going to show us all their different sides and things like that um but just hearing someone say that like the way it makes you feel like knowing that there is this person or this group of people out there in the world that are always going to be proud of me that are always going to love me no matter like no matter what and they're always going to support me and like even though I might never get the opportunity to meet them I have no idea what the future holds for that but like just knowing that makes me happy in a way I can't really like describe. And it's like, it's a weird sensation, I suppose, like feeling that way about it. And I know I'm not the only person that feels that way too. I feel like stay in general feels that way. Like that we're very supportive and protective of our group. And they also feel that same way too. And Mm -hmm. like anything that affects them emotionally also affects us emotionally and is very hard on all of us. Yeah. Like when they did their first concert without Wujin, they performed the, when they started the district nine unlock tour in Seoul, they actually put together a fan video was put together for them, which they sat on the stage and watched and they played, I don't know what's, I think they played grow up with it. I'm not really sure, but like they were sobbing And at the end of the video, they put the tagline, you make stay, stay. Yeah. And it was this kind of like trying to let them know that like the fans aren't going anywhere. That we'll always be there to support them no matter what. Mm -hmm. And especially after everything that had just happened, like this was a message that they needed to hear. Because just before that, like. I think it was Hyunjin had like a full breakdown on the stage, like asking stay to never leave him to stay by his side always. And it was the most heartbreaking thing in the world to watch. Yeah. Like the videos, you can hear the whole audience just like sobbing while he's crying and they're trying to comfort him. But it's just like, I think they felt like maybe that the fans would leave them after Wujin left. And like, it was so terrifying to think that they thought that. Yeah. It's really sad. Like, I mean, obviously it's scary. You know, they probably, there was probably a lot of talk with people at JYP, like 
you know, when all that went on, that, that, that was probably a really scary time because they, it was probably one emotional losing someone so important to them. Like, you know, not being in their group anymore, not getting to see them every day the way that they usually do. But like, there could be a huge backlash and people could, I don't know, people revolt in like the, for the weirdest reasons. And the unknown is probably the scariest thing. And obviously like they've achieved so much, but all of that can go so quickly. And I think they realize like, you know, how fragile that is, but at the same time, like stay reassuring them. I think just obviously like put down a lot of those fears in like a good way. Like, you know, I just, that my heart breaks that they ever went through any of that, you know? Yeah. And I think it was a message that they needed to hear that, that for so many people, like straight kids has changed their lives. They're like, Mm -hmm. like the little things that they do, like Chan doing his Chan's room and things like that, like have really helped people in ways that I don't think that they fully grasp yet. And for them to get all of those messages from the fans, like put together at a time when they needed to see it more than anything meant the world to them, which is why they couldn't like why they were crying so much because it meant so much to them. And I've watched that video a couple of times and I cry every freaking time. Oh God. Yeah. I just like to punish myself. Katie loves to cry guys. No, I do. I cry a lot. I cry over everything. I'm an easy crier, but anyways, so we mentioned it several times throughout this episode talking about Wu Jean. So unexpectedly for the fans, at least Wu Jean, it was announced that Wu Jean was leaving the group for personal reasons on October 19th. Was it the 19th? God. 27th, October 27th, 2019. Um, he, we don't really know his full reasons as to why there's a potential that we will never really learn why. Yeah. If it's personal, he, then, then I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, it's none it, of our business. Exactly. At the end of the day, like it was a personal decision that he made and it was, I'm, I like, it was not a, a lightly made decision. I'm sure because yeah. like the biggest thing is that like straight kids always talked about it was nine or none. Mm-hmm. That they would always be nine. They would debut as nine. They would stay as nine. They would continue all the way through to the end with nine. Yeah. And then Wu Jin left. And uh, Stays did not handle it well. Everybody was very upset. Stays were very upset. But mostly, like, they were super worried about Stray Kids more than anything else. And worried about Wu Jin. So there was like a lot of reaction on Twitter. I walked out of the of the BTS Day 2 Love Yourself, Speak Yourself concert and had missed like 80 messages. Yeah. And I had no idea what was going on. And as I read through all of the messages, it was like Wu Jin left. He's gone. He's like quit straight kids. Like he's. And I was like sitting in my car in the parking lot at the movie theater just sobbing because <laughs> i was a very emotional day i was already an emotional wreck because of like walking out of like that concert video mm-hmm. like the concert already but like i was just like i love wu jean his i love his talent i love his personality his smile 
Like he is an incredible performer in person and it broke my heart that he felt like he needed to leave for whatever reason it was. Mm-hmm. Now, was it a good decision for him? Probably. Like yeah, it was I a decision. Hope. Yeah. I hope that like his, that he doesn't regret his decision, that he made this decision for reasons that we may never truly understand, but he did it for himself. And I also hope it was his decision. Also. I hope that too. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. Stays were, were, were thinking like on Twitter, they, they were sending a lot of thank you notes, lots of like, if you ever decide to come back, we'll be happy to support you. Um, we will miss you while you're gone. Like all of these well wishes and things like that. So stays, we're trying to be super supportive and we're also trying to support each other as well as like, they were very worried about stray kids to the point where Bonchan actually released a letter to the fans, which just made the whole situation even more heartbreaking because he blamed himself, which he shouldn't have. He didn't need to. It wasn't his fault. He apologized for not being able to stay as nine. He goes, I promised you nine. And he was like, I'm sorry, I couldn't keep us at nine. And I was just like, it hurt on like a different level, thinking that he blames himself for like Wu Jin's well, decision to leave. It's that unfortunate burden that the leader has. Yeah. You know, it just, oh, you felt for him. You really, really did. And I applaud their strength and their ability to come back from this. They're doing incredible. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard. Like, I did get to see all nine of them together in concert. And when I see them, on the 16th, I will be seeing them without Wujin, and it's going to be a hard, heartbreaking experience, but I'm looking forward to what they can do because, yes, he's gone, and we're going to miss him, and it looks like he's finally coming back into the fold. Like, he's back out in the public. Like, he took some time for himself. He's created an Instagram account. He's been putting up photos. There was a mm-hmm. lot of, like, is this real? Is this fake? We don't know. But then he started posting unreleased selfies, and he posted a video of himself with no sound. I don't know if it was intentional or not, playing the guitar and singing, but you couldn't hear anything. Oh, yeah. Um. So there is the potential that he could start doing something on his own, which obviously, like, Myself, you, our group of friends, stays, will support him in whatever decision he makes. Yeah. And we will also never leave Stray Kid's side. Like, absolutely. it was heartbreaking to even consider, for them to consider that we wouldn't be there. I know. And, like, we promised to stray by, stay by their side the whole time. I mean, they have a freaking song called My Side. We're not leaving you. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. But yeah, they're amazing. If you ever get the opportunity to see them in concert, please do it. It's absolutely worth it. They put on an incredible show. They are incredible artists. They are very talented. They are crazy and ridiculous and dumb and (laughs) beautiful. And they are all the emotions in one. Yeah. And... 
Oh my God. They're just ridiculous. They are absolutely ridiculous human beings that are just hilarious. I just, oh my God. Their V lives are always just like a bunch of crackheads. Like that's what it is. Yes. (laughs) But anyways, that Wujin, talking about Wujin makes me emotional. (laughs) Keep going. You got this. All right. But the future. I have a feeling that the future holds great things for Stray Kids. I know that, like, their last album was amazing. The two songs that they released in English were incredible. Um, I'm I'm happy that they decided, like, if if it was either JYP that made that decision or they did, to want to release songs in English. Like, thank you um, for doing that. Yeah, I think that. they know they have a big market in the English-speaking market in general. Yeah. Um, obviously, two of their members are from Australia. They have a, they're huge in the US. I think from a marketing standpoint, I think they're you know, it makes sense, makes a lot of sense. That being said, I don't necessarily like need that. I don't mind the way, you know, stray kids the way they are. Um but it is exciting to have like a song every once in a while. I mean, at the end of the day, we just want Stray Kids to keep existing, keep making music, keep putting stuff out, keep touring. They have to come back so Chelsea can see them live. Yes. <laughs> so she's moving to L.A. And Stray Kids loves coming to L.A. because they're, they're probably going to come for KCON. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm In so July. excited for KCON. So they were, um, that was like their concert, like their thing at KCON. I told the girl sitting next to me when I was at KCON, I was like, so when Stray Kids comes out, I'm just going to, like, lose it. Are you cool with that? She's like, girl, you do what you need to do. And I was just like, (laughs) yeah. You're like, excellent. Here we go. Excellent. Because when they do Miro, they tell you to, like, do the same, like, hand motions that they do or whatever. I was going so hard, like... I have Love it. zero video from that song from both the shows I've because been to. Because you were too busy dancing. I was and you know what? Jamming. That is how you should experience it. So you did the right thing. You yep. did the right thing. I went so hard at the first con at the unveiled tour. I was just like, <laughs> just it was everything. Yes. But anyways, so on that note, I think that's gonna wrap up this week's episode. If you can't stop me loving K pop, the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes can be found on our website, lovingkpoppodcast.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using our handle at lovingkpoppod. Uh, Make sure to give us a follow as well, because I have concerts I'm going to, and so Chelsea's going to go to her first K-pop concert, and you do not want to miss that. Absolutely. I, yeah, I think we'll probably be pretty active on those accounts so definitely follow yep also if you want to chat with us in real time you can join our slack workspace or a discord server invite links for those will be included in our show notes don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify google play stitcher and basically every other podcast app and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek media network And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts and streamers. And until next time, bye. bye!
I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hey Geeks, this is Capsule J. I'm a streamer on the Geek2Geek Media Network. If you like discovering new games and chatting with cool nerdy folks, be sure to check out my channel on Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv slash capsulej. That's C-A-P-S-U-L-E-J-A-Y. I stream a blend of indies, retro games, and RPGs most Tuesday nights from 8pm to 11pm Eastern, and occasionally on Thursdays and weekends. Hope to see you then! Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week... Keep it geek. Hello, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And together we are Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture. We talk about books, movies, music, basically anything we want at this point. Yes, we obsess about K-pop. And Keanu Reeves. And sometimes Katie cries on the podcast. Hey, that's rude. But really, we are just here to talk about all the things that we love. So make sure to head over to teatimewithkc.com and geek2geekmedia.com to check us out. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our show wherever you download your podcasts. Bye! Bye.